and welcome everybody to episode 82 of the Regression to the Mean podcast. I am your host, Sean Moran. Joining me today, as always, are my co-hosts, Keegan Thompson and Aiden Haller. Keegan, we just wrapped up the first seven hours of commercial free football this year. The 49ers are 1-0. I am feeling on top of the world. Keegan, how are you doing today? I'm feeling great. I've had a fantastic Sunday. I've had some teams shit the bed. I've lost J.K. Dobbins for the year. Most of my players are injured already. Uh, we've got the full fantasy experience on week one. And thankfully, I didn't have to watch the Jets. I get to do that tomorrow night on the national stage. So I have no real hurt going on today. Unlike my other co-host, Aiden, how are you today? Yeah, so <laughs> we'll start with the positive. Um, there were positives today. There were positives. I'm, I'm, I'm staring out a four in one week in fantasy so um feeling good the boys absolutely rolled this weekend i did lose dobbins so that was a bummer as we now lead into the dark and the bears got rolled it was it was a shit pump and jordan love oh no showed up to chicago oh no absolutely dominated us so at one point in the third quarter i turned the game off and i was playing mlb the show in my room i was like i can't watch this anymore dude it was for the listeners, it Aiden was, so was attacking dark, me uh, via group no, chat. Think- All I said was, Jordan Love era is beginning. No. And Aiden shut up. No. Me. You've been poking. Whatever. Um, but no, awesome first day football. I can't believe it has already came and went. Um, some really good performances. Some really bad performances. I think we saw a lot of just kind of like the week one slow starts from a lot of offenses, especially in the first halves. So not the highest scoring games um but we'll see that start to pick up obviously as offenses really started their grooves and you know get rolling it was an ugly morning slate but Tua Tyreek Hill Justin Herbert Austin Eckler they had other plans for us this what afternoon. a dream what a dream and it was glorious it was truly truly glorious uh we had the Rams score a shit ton of points out of nowhere where when did that happen? I did not see that happening. The 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 again the Packers offense without Christian Watson looked pretty good. Um we can get into a little bit more about the Bears, but that was a pretty impressive coaching job there from Matt LaFleur and, and that offensive line dominated, and so did the defensive line too. So it'll be interesting to see. But again, in week one, if we're gonna go by target share leaders, these are the guys who had the most target share of their offenses in week one. Zay Flowers, 47%. Puka Nakua, 40%. Jacoby Myers, 40%. I think those trends are gonna stick all year, right? No, of course not. It is week one, it is mania, and it is the best time to overreact. It, overreacting is the best. You guys know I'm a huge overreactor. Uh, it's something that I pride myself in. Uh, everything is is something you need to react to. And week one is by far and away the best week to do it to. So for today's episode, we have our week one overreactions. We're going to be sending some people to fantasy jail. For the first time, Aiden Haller will be sending some culprits to fantasy jail. And we are going to end today's episode with Milk Was a Bad Choice. Milk Was a Bad Choice is where we air out some of our worst takes 
from last week and uh, some of our preseason content we had before diving in. If you have not subscribed to our channel, you know what to do. Hit the subscribe button, turn on the notifications, like this video. We're coming at you three days a week with recaps, waiver wire, previews. We're going to be throwing a bunch of stuff at you this season and you are not going to want to miss it. So make sure you subscribe to this channel, subscribe to this podcast, give us a follow wherever you consume your fantasy football content. So week one overreactions. I asked these guys to come with three or four overreactions here. I have like three or four and we're just going to kind of go through some of the things that we saw today. So Aiden, I'm going to throw things off to you. What is your week one overreaction that you want to get off your chest? Yeah, I'm going to go with um, one in the Chargers-Dolphins game. You touched on what a treat to watch. I think we watched in that game who is going to be the wide receiver one in fantasy this year. Tyreek Hill. Holy shit, dude. Welcome (laughs) back to fantasy glory on our teams. That was insane. When this guy is on... Like, no no one can touch him. Like, it really feels like he's, like, playing at a different speed. This dude really went for 11 catches on 15 targets, just over 200 yards and two touchdowns. What a showing. Obviously, that helps his case, starting out with that many fantasy points. He said in the summer, I'm going for 2,000 yards this season. He's pacing, boys. So, I'm calling it right now. Tyreek Hill, wide receiver one. That offense looked awesome today. I'm going to take it one step further. He is the most dominant receiver we've had in the NFL since Calvin Johnson. Straight up. He is that dynamic of a player. And what's so crazy is that we watched him play like 1A and 1B in Kansas City. And watching him be the sole focal point of an offense where Mike McDaniel is in his mad scientist lab engineering like one-on-one matchups with J.C. Jackson. I mean, the guy is impossible to cover. Like... The, the only time you couldn't you could stop him is when they had to pull him out. I was watching that whole game. They pulled him out a bunch. He was like resting on the sideline, catching his breath. He like hurt his hip at one point in that game. I, truly amazing stuff. And I feel bad for Keegan because Keegan has to see that guy twice a year in the division. And that might be the only guy Sauce Gardner would like can't like one on like one on one cover, man. So Keegan, what do you think about yeah, that uh, kill performance? Just. I know we're not in fantasy jail yet, but if I could just throw myself in fantasy jail, I would. Like, oh, I spent all of today thinking, like, I would just go back in time and just draft Tyreek Hill in those, like, four through six spots over and over and over again. I can't believe I'm such a freaking dummy for thinking that Cooper Cup was the pick at five. I mean, I'm a moron. It, it's the Matthew McConaughey clips. <laughs> No, 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 no. As he's looking no, at himself. No, no, no. And it's so annoying no, because no. there's there's plays where Tyreek Hill is just wide open. And I'm like, yeah, to a most accurate quarterback in the world when they're Silly. wide fucking open. And then he drops one in the bucket of his hands when the defender's all over him. And he just like catches it effortlessly in the end zone. And I'm like, okay, yeah, no, he's also just really, really incredible at wide receiver. Um, that'll be a problem. When we play Miami, for sure, it, it will be an issue, but I'm not worried. You know, cooler heads will prevail. Um, but what a game that was. I mean, both sides of the ball offensively were so fun to watch. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't love it. I don't love seeing my division rival tear up the team that I thought might be one of the top in the AFC today. But, yeah, that's okay. It's all right. 
for context, Tyreek Hill today, 11 receptions, 215 yards, two touchdowns, Tua, 28 of 45, 466 yards, and three touchdowns. Fellas, that is the best game I've ever seen Tua put on tape in the NFL. He was making plays on the run. Insane. Really special performance from Tua. If the answer is, like, who was the best late-round quarterback, and we talked about this earlier in the offseason, where it was like, Tua's kind of just staring you in the face is just pure upside there. I mean, this guy could absolutely go nuclear given his draft position. A lot of inherent risk, but he, he looked terrific. I think that was a great overreaction. I think overreacting that Tua, it could just have the best season of his career. I mean, that, that's Easy. an MVP-level performance from Tua. Like, Without a doubt. Tua okay, could chill, be in chill, the chill. MVP We're definitely role. in the overreaction sec. I, I think doing it against Herbert is also so special given the, like, they're always going to be compared against each other given that they were drafted, you know, just a couple picks apart. So it's like it makes that conversation so much harder, you know. Going into it, I'm like, Herbert, easy. And then, like, like, like you watch him do what he did today, and it's like, all right, maybe not so much. Like, these are these are two really damn good quarterbacks. So, yeah, I'm glad they kind of saved the stinky morning slate with an absolute nuclear bomb in that. Yeah. Dude, it was so cool. I have another overreaction here. Preseason does not fucking matter. It doesn't matter at all. The Kenny Pickett's performance does not matter. He looked <laughs> terrible. Daniel Jones' performance the preseason does not matter. He looked terrible. Allen Robinson led the Steelers in targets. Zach Ertz ran the most routes for the Cardinals. The Bears had two massive big plays in the preseason. They couldn't generate a single big play. Kenny Gainwell was the Eagles' workhorse running back. Damian Pierce was on the field for 48% of the forty-eight percent of the snaps today when he was touted as a workhorse running back. And then Travis Etienne was by far and away a workhorse running back today. And he had a 14% target share. So it's like preseason does not matter i don't know why we fall into these traps it, it is fugazi it, it doesn't it's matter easy. at all it's the complete bullshit everything that was supposed to matter in the preseason didn't matter in week one so i'm never looking that's my overreaction i'm never looking at a preseason snap stat again it's it's it does not matter we just get bored like we just we just need to consume something like we're absolutely sick the only reason preseason exists is for the owners to start with like they're just stuff in their pockets a little more. And it's just like, we got guys on the field playing football. So we're like, yes, like we need to consume this. We need to overreact. But I completely agree. Um, preseason's a lot of nonsense. Like it's rare that like, you know, the preseason headline carries over into the season to be like something that sticks. It's a lot of fairy dust typically. Keegan, what are, what are you overreacting to? Christian Kirk just might not be a thing this year. <laughs> I mean, Dude, Christian Kirk, um, that was 91% of his snaps rough. out of the slot today. Zay and Calvin Ridley each ran 10 more routes than him. Um, and the Jaguars offense looks pretty good too. Like they were active. The passing game looked pretty good. Yeah. Like if there were a game where I thought they could get involved, you know, against a really banged up and depleted cold secondary, this would be the game where I thought everybody could play a role, but Evan Ingram had a role. Zay Jones had an incredible touchdown catch and certainly had a role today. Calvin Ridley has not missed a beat. And Christian Kirk was the odd man out, which was a bummer. Um, <clears throat> I have definitely been on the Calvin or the Christian Kirk hype all summer. I drafted him a lot in best ball. And yeah, he just might not be a thing this year. That, that's that's definitely one of my early overreactions. Oh, and a little side overreaction. I'm definitely getting into football like shape because the multi view was a lot today on YouTube TV. 
first time using multi-view <laughs> was overwhelming. I'll say it. It, it was hard to keep up with. All right. Um, that, that's another one of the overreactions I had. YouTube TV overreaction. I enjoyed it. <laughs> I, it was very pleasurable. I had my iPad up. I had the TV going. I had my laptop. I was flipping through games with ease. Overreaction. Very much enjoyed YouTube TV. Today. I've got one gripe. I've got one gripe. I'll, I'll, be, the, pick the, I'll be the old man on the porch. The yeah, dude. I don't want them picked in my boxes <laughs> for me, dude. I want my boxes my way. But, like, the best part is, like, they had, like, six different combinations. But in the afternoon slate, like, I couldn't get what I wanted. Like, there was no four screens with the Bears yep, on. I know. Like, I knew you were going to say slate, that. I was like, I, <laughs> I was like, I, I was like, I just want to watch, like, the four good games. And it was like, fuck it. I'll settle for three okay games. And the stinky Browns and Bengals game. I was like, god damn it. Let me choose my boxes. But, no, it was cool. Like, no connection issues. Um, lots of options. So, no. Way to go. You, Way to go, YouTube You TV. could put Red Zone in a box in one of the boxes that was that was that a lot was that was really hard because i was watching two of the red same things happening in like opposite corners i was like i don't know which one to watch it's too much it's, and then, it's and then it would go try box in the red zone box in your quad box <laughs> yeah. it was boxception dude it was boxception and i was like i'm dude, not looking at okay so i had to here. i this had while we're on the topic i had the red zone box in one of my multi-view boxes and they ripped the octo box at like 10 15 a.m no, no. while i was quad boxing and i was like i'm i'm gonna have a panic attack oh my god yeah oh my gosh yeah we need to figure um, myself down m- more panic attacks um the NFL has a hamstring problem. This is a hamstring shit. epidemic, a soft tissue epidemic. I have a fantasy football team with Christian Jones, Christian Watson, Deontay Johnson, Mark Andrews. Um, th- those are three guys on a team. Deontay comes up lame on the hamstring. Aaron Jones comes up lame. Christian Watson gets hurt earlier in the week. Uh, Mark Andrews dealing with a quad issue. Uh, Darren Waller hamstring. Joe Burrow pulls his calf. Jerry Judy hamstring. Greg Dulcich hamstring. Kenji Miller hamstring. Cooper Cup hamstring. What is going on with the soft tissue injury, guys? This is, sucks. This is terrifying. This is the worst. The worst. The, wor- the worst is you don't really know, like, right, okay, hamstring issue. Like, when am I getting you back? What? When is my player returning to my lineup? And then even when they play, like, when they're, like, kind of questionable going in, it's like, how much are you going to play? Like, it, like, it was kind of like the T Higgins stuff last year. It's like, even if you're active, like, are you real? Like, are you a real person this week? Like, can I trust you? It's 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 super frustrating. And the fact that it's week one, we've already got this much soft tissue is, boy, it sucks. We are we're gonna have to be doing some streaming in weeks like two and three. It's like it, it wasn't supposed to be like this. Oh, it's so bad. It's so bad with the hamstring stuff. Man, also, I've I've got a lot of overreactions here. Maybe not like that that bold. Yeah, let's overreactions. Rip them. Let's but rip them. Get in there. Derrick Henry and Tajay Spears, 50-50 split all year. Tajay Spears out-snapped Derrick Henry today. I did not see that coming, but I'm pretty stoked. It was a bit of a fade all offseason because yeah. what if I was a Derrick Henry owner today, I would be a little and, upset. And Tajay Spears, that's not what we're like, used to. He had seven more routes than Henry, and we know Henry's never been a pass-catching back. I mean, I love the way yeah. his screen game is developed because he's a monster when he catches a screen pass. But, like, dude, Tajay Spears got an end-zone target. Like... That that's gonna be a problem for Derrick Henry owners all year, and Tajay Spears is gonna be often very active in this offense. And I'd like side note of this offense, Traylon Burks might not be a Tannehill. Tannehill because of Tannehill. Tannehill was washed. 
Oh, Tannehill's got to go. Tannehill's got to go. That was bad. It was pasture season for Ryan Tannehill. Because <laughs> the Saints are a good season. team, but it, that was I, fucking dude, ugly. That was three ugly. picks. He looked so uncomfortable back oh, there. Like everything's that offensive laid, line is bad. Oh, yeah. Oh, their pass look, pro Will was Levis bad. Was inactive. I mean, we're, let's be real here. Overreaction, Malik Willis time by week six. If that team is serious about winning games, I think we see Malik Willis. Maybe soon. The problem, Maybe but the soon. problem is the offensive line. Like, they have a good run-blocking offensive line scheme going. Like, Derrick Henry still has plenty of holes, like, and I think it works for them, but their pass bro looked really, really bad. Saints are a good defense, so, like, I don't want to take anything away from them, and I thought the game was actually kind of enjoyable to watch, but the pass pro is an issue for, for Tennessee. So, no matter what quarterback is in there, yep. That could be a problem. I got an overreaction. I'm ready. Do it. Brock Brock Pur- Brock Purdy is the next Drew Brees. This guy is unfreaking believable. I'm running out of I'm running out of things to say about him. He throws for 200 yards and two touchdowns in every single game. I, I, it's truly insane. This guy is yeah, yeah, pretty ridiculous. Effortless, pretty effortless. But, he he's just so he, accurate and like he just plays to the system. Like it's never perfectly. sexy. Actually, honestly, there were some pretty sexy throws. I'm not gonna lie. There he were some nice that, scrambles. Yeah. But, he had yeah. some really nice scrambles. He yeah. was he was active today. I mean, he got he got blown up on a couple uh, TJ Watt sacks. He had a fumble that he recovered. Then he fumbled one uh, to the defense. Like obviously, want to clean that up. But insane. Like he operates that system almost perfectly. And Shanahan early in the game went for it on fourth and one. Like not even across the fifty yard line on his side of the field, threw it. He never did that with Jimmy G because he did not trust Jimmy yeah. G, and he did it with Brock Purdy. It was and like they threw insane. it, and they threw. Yeah, it. they threw it to Kittle. Perfect yeah. play call. I was like, wow, was perfect. Um, oh yeah, they looked incredible. They yeah. talk about one of the toughest spots you could have going into Pittsburgh. Nick Bosa barely plays this off season. Dominant. No, Brock dominant. Purdy coming off the UCL, and they just they wiped the floor with them. Yeah. Kenny Pickett embarrassed insane. himself. That was insane. Staying with the Niners here, um, I've got an overreaction as well. It's an early victory lap um, as well. <laughs> like not to do it. Ayuk is is the skill position player outside of CMC that you want to own in this offense. Yeah, I know. Like you said, it was you know Steelers play a ton of man. Ayuk is stronger against man. Debo is stronger against zone. But dude, Ayuk looked unguardable today. What a fucking day by that guy. It was it was so impressive. He catches, caught all eight of his uh, targets, 129 yards and two tutties. Dude was absolutely just gliding across the grass out there. It was always it was open. awesome. Like, like Debo made some good open. plays, but like it was like he's like every he's like time, my, yeah, my wide receiver I crush. I think in the NFL, open. he's one of my like favorite players to watch. He's like most enjoyable player. Been to on watch. IU yeah. too. This is a very like pro IU yeah. uh, podcast for sure. Oh, me and yeah. me and Sean were just like glazing him yeah. all last season. Too. I'm a big fan. No, not the, the glazing. The way he, the way that he shadow realmed Patrick Peterson today. Do you remember his oh, first, first touchdown? Touch like, How is he so open? He had like completely was like, like oh. <laughs> After Patrick Peterson said he declared he was going to pick off uh, Brock Purdy, he 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 made that uh, proclamation. Yeah, he might be um, going to the pasture with Tannehill too. <laughs> Patrick Peterson oh, no. is cooked, cooked. Uh, an- another overreaction. I do not want to watch Derek Carr play quarterback. <laughs> I really hate it. I, I sent that message to the group chat. I was like, I forgot how much I hated doing this. I really hate watching that dude just take sack after sack. Now, I think both those defensive lines are fantastic. And that was like, 
a good like football game, but man, I, I yeah, did not enjoy it's a tough watch. But then you look up and you're like, oh my god, Olave went for 112 yards today and like eight receptions. Like, thank goodness. And then and Shahid, Shahid is he a thing. is so streaky. It's so streaky. Like it's like one or two really bad quarters, and then he kind of lights it up, and you're like, am I back in? And then like a bonehead pick, and you're like, fuck. And then like the next drive sad, is like nice, and you're terrible. Like, sad. You're Derek. You're killing me, dude. I want to be, and you're such a nice guy, but oh, dude, it's this it's might a not tough be an watch. overreaction, more as just like a statement of truth. But Zay Flowers, wide receiver one, Baltimore Ravens. I yeah. mean, dude. He was involved. He played 80% Dog. of the team Dog. snaps and had like 47% target share. 47% target, target share. And I almost spit my water out when you said that, Sean. I was like, wow, no fucking way. Guys, Did you just say 47? He was very Dude. involved. Like, <laughs> like design play involved. <laughs> in his involved. first game as an oh, NFL. Was the Jet sweeps, screens, down the field pass. Like every Everything. level of the field I know he was I, involved. It was they fucking looked, awesome, dude. Lamar had a bad uh, game because Justice fucking Hill scored two rushing touchdowns. Yeah. They uh, started slow. The second half was they put their foot on the gas and and didn't really look back. D'Amico, we we called it like he's gonna muck it up. They actually have kind of decent personnel. Like, for sure, D'Amico's gonna throw well a bunch coached, of knuckleballs at for Lamar sure. and um, yeah. Demi- yeah, but the dude, Texans, they yeah, just lacked the talent. Like, Odell actually, you know, flashed a couple like good catches for sure. And like the Bateman usage was like really not encouraging. Um, but maybe that's why we're drafting him in the 10th and 11th round as we are. But like I even tweet today, like Zay Flowers, you are a week two fantasy starter. <laughs> I will never put him on my yes, bench again. Not have you in the lineup. Oh my God. You will always be in the lineup. He will always be in the lineup. That's, that is. That, is that was a great certain. start to my Addison, JSN, um, Flowers take about all them eclipsing a 1,000 yards this year. I mean, Addison. Well, you for, you forgot about the true alpha of the rookie class, though. You forgot about Don't Puka Don't you dare Nakua. forget Puka. Don't you, you dare Puka forget Puka. Okay, this is my other overreaction. The Rams' offense is legit. Like, this literally looked like one of those shitty uh Lions offenses that Matthew Stafford used to quarterback in, like, rolling, 2013. Dude, it, was, Just, it was rolling. Stafford is still really good, and and McVay's still a great play caller. And this could be one of those things where, like, division game, they beat the Seahawks and they lose like ten in a row. Like this happens all the time. But yeah. like Puka Nakua scores twenty one point nine fantasy points on fifteen targets. Tutu Atwell goes for one hundred nineteen receiving yards. Part. It has eighteen <laughs> fantasy points. It was Kieran Williams was scored seventeen <laughs> fantasy points. Down. And Stafford went for 24 for 38 and 334 playing with practice squad players in Seattle. That was nuts. Like, Sean McVay's a really that was, good I have, coach, dude. Sean I have a spin a zone coach. off this for like everybody who's a big dummy like me and decided to draft Cooper Cup. This is encouraging. This is good. There's a lot of fight in this, this team. Great. This is great, great news. This was the thesis. This is great news. This was Cooper the thesis. Cooper Cup comes back. Yeah. You're maybe your team's banged up. Maybe you're one and three. Maybe you're two and two. Week five, Cooper Cups comes in, thirty points in your lineup. This is super encouraging. I'm lying to myself right now to make myself feel better. No, no, no. This is a big win for Cooper Cup drafters because the fear was that this team goes like zero and six or something, and by the time Cups ready to come back, they're like very careful with how they bring him out. They they could be two and two when Cup's ready to come back and he's playing right. So I, I agree with you. The thesis was that this offense would play fast, Stafford would be healthy, their defense wouldn't be that good. Well, it turns out I don't I don't know what the fuck was going on with the Seahawks. I mean, their whole team got injured today. Like 
Are we overreacting? Are the Seahawks trash? Like Gino looked like a pumpkin. He scored nine fantasy points. Like, yeah, that's on me. It was that's it me. was a bunch of balls in the dirt. It, it didn't. <laughs> DK looked great. Shout DK out is so freaking uh, good at football, dude. DK sweet touchdown. Shadow realming people like uh, like DK tends to do. But another overreaction for me. Uh, Anthony Richardson looked fucking awesome. I watched that whole entire game start to finish. I had that was one of my priority games that I had on red zone. He was 24 for 37. He had 223 passing yards. He had a touchdown. Now, he did have a bad interception, but it's fine. He's a rookie. Um, and on the on the ground, 10 for 40 and a rushing touchdown. He did leave the game banged up. He was taking some kind of gnarly hits at the end of that game, and they knew they were going to lose, and I think they just pulled him because they just didn't want him to get hurt. Yeah, but at one point, he took a nose tackle for a, a ride for like yeah. six yards. This guy is a freak. He is so fucking Freak. Mean. He's standing next to his offensive line. You're like, this dude is a freak specimen out there. Like that, was, that. There's no way that's a quarterback. Guys, he was throwing. He was making throws with anticipation, threading the needle. Yeah, the he passes. Not that inaccurate. The passes are. Were he was nice making today. some great passes today. He almost looked better as a passer than as a rusher. He he, he wasn't hitting like acceleration, but like in the red zone, Anthony Richardson in the red zone is like going to be a walking bucket. Like once they get down there, and it might yeah. be hard for them. Um, and Michael Pittman looked awesome. Yeah. Like, and, and he, he does this to the Jags, but he looked. I had great. an overreaction down. It he was just great. like Michael Pittman might be might be steal. I, I said Michael Pittman equal twenty twenty three Josh Jacobs. That's what I have in my overreaction. Yeah. That could be a thing. Uh, speaking of over, we've got more of Michael Pittman. We've got more of Michael Pittman. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> speaking of more uh, overreactions, this one's for you, Aiden. Uh, Rojan Johnson will be the Chicago starting running back by week four. I watched that He's game and I was like, I like Khalil Herbert a lot, and Deontay Foreman has some splashes, but Roshan Johnson was just like, I think the best back today for them. Um, obviously, you know the best fantasy score today too. He had 17 points, and Khalil had 11. You know, finds the end zone, but very similar line as um, Khalil Herbert. A little bit more rushing yards. They're both involved in the passing game. He just looks more solid as an option, and I think. Roshan Johnson might be like priority waiver ad, and like he's he's the guy you were looking for. He's good, dude. I think he Foreman scored 18 fantasy points yep. today, right? He was good. It was like he's, 17 he on the end zone, caught a couple like balls. Yep. Foreman will get almost like entirely phased out. I think like there's really nothing Foreman does better than either Herport or or Rashawn, which is um, a bit of an issue for him. But yeah, no, I like that. Um, staying on the Bears. Wow, that that was the worst team in the NFC today. That was one of the ugliest displays of foot. Like last year was so dark, and I was like, "There's no way like today is going to be worse, dude." That was the worst. Like prep, like they got so out coached. Like, th- like the players can only do so much. Luke Getzey is like officially on the hottest of all seats. What a terrible scheme! Not a single designed rush for Justin Fields. Four play calls where Justin Fields threw the ball more than 10 yards. Like, talk about taking away this dude's two biggest strengths. Freak athlete running, an absolute rocket arm, and accuracy deep. And he's like, what if we did neither? Do it for a full half. It doesn't work. We're going to go into the locker room, and we're going to fucking do it again, dude. What a, just a terrible scheme. Our defensive coordinator's a donkey also. Like, what a terrible... Like, dude, just sat in cover two all day. Jordan Love realized it and just fucking picked them apart in the second half. It was that was one of the worst displays of football I've seen in a very long time. And I've seen a lot of lot of really bad Aiden, football. He didn't really text us today sucked. and said, 
I waited eight months for this. <laughs> Dude, my day was ruined. I, yeah, I left in the middle of the game, took my jersey off, and played video games for a bit to just like clear my mind. I just beat up on someone on online and then will be the show and was like i'm gonna go catch the end of the chargers game <laughs> and i was like all right i feel better about myself now that fucking sucked guys dude. sucked speaking of jordan love no uh, don't do it please 23 fantasy points three passing touchdowns not a super uh efficient day he was 15 of 27 but um my big comment was that he would be comparable to aaron Rodgers last season it was week one but that seems pretty fair, considering that Rodgers. Yeah, we were we were all over you for that. That good. Hand um, up. Hand I'm not going to victory lap it. I'm not going to victory lap it. But once he plays a real defense, this didn't count. <laughs> you know, that was that's cool, that was bro. That's fucking cool. No, they play the Falcons next week. The we're Falcons not serious actually, people. Defense. Yeah, no, we're not serious people yet. So um, <laughs> they're. they're... <laughs> yeah, we're not serious. Go, going through some other stuff here today. Um. The Raiders are the uh, Miami Dolphins light. They had two wide receivers go over 30% target shares. Devontae had a 36%. Jacoby had a 40%. Uh, that is a whopping three-fourths of the entire offense going to those two wide receivers. Uh, that'll play. Yeah, dude, Jacoby that'll, Myers that'll is the play. perfect wide receiver for um, Jimmy Garoppolo. Like, he was so good today. I feel so bad for him. He got absolutely decapitated, and that was pretty scary. And yeah, that, I that think you sucks. could see the frustration in Devontae Adams, too, because there's a lot of plays there where, like, Jimmy's just not finding him. And, like, Derek Carr and Devontae Adams were so good together because they have actual chemistry. Like, people might not think that matters, but it does. You know, they're college teammates. They have real chemistry. Totally That, does. that matters totally on the does. field. You could tell there was some frustration with Devontae, but, like, those deep balls are not going to be there for Devontae. I think he's still going to be great for them, but what a fit Jacoby Myers is in this team. Like, my, I have another overreaction that Jacoby Myers will be Raiders wide receiver one this year, which is complete overreaction. But he balled out today. That's like a fake overreaction. Like not the 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 real one is is it, not that. It's kind of just a funzy one. Like it's just for funsies. But I thought yeah. that team. Just, I thought that team was pretty interesting. I didn't like see a ton from Josh Jacob. That was like okay. It didn't make me feel like I missed out, yeah. but. Jimmy G is very much still Jimmy G. That's for sure. And another reaction: everyone that didn't want to take CMC and Austin Eckler were idiots. Just take the guys who are really good, scoring twenty six fantasy points yep. each, just doing RB one yep. things, yep. just doing what they what they. Yeah. Do. Speaking of RB one, a quick one now that the game is wrapped up. The posse, Pollard posse, stand the fuck up, dude. <laughs> oh, dude, the path to RB one is right in front of us. His usage was so encouraging run game pass game dude he was on the field so often the cowboys are gonna score a shit ton of points which means our guy tony pollard is gonna be a huge beneficiary there so dude the rb1 take is we're there it's alive we're there it's, mccarthy's it's, offense it's, it's alive. Much alive great tonight yeah we kind of yeah we yeah. didn't really know we don't really know i Another one, um, the Dallas Cowboys have the greatest defense of all Oof, time. Dude, right? their front four is <laughs> like, mean. Nasty. I, I mean, the Giants' O-line did not look good at all tonight, but that front four from Dallas was nope. flying today. Like, flying. Uh, and uh, the Eagles' defense got absolutely filleted by Mac Jones. He had 24 We haven't even talked about points. the Eagles. He had 18 Kendrick Bourne had uh, <laughs> had uh, 24 fantasy it's points. It's a very different defense. Um, it's a very different defense this year. 
Yeah, uh, and Jalen Hurts didn't look that good today. I think the Patriots might have a Bill really Belichick good is still so a fantastic coach. Like their defense was giving them problems all game, and like they did not have much of a run game. They didn't even. Tr- I mean, they didn't really try to get Swift involved. I think Sirianni said at the end of the game, like, you know, we can't leave a game where Swift only has X amount of touches. I'm like, that's on you. You know, like. Hey, yeah, it's like, we need to find who, who did, did this. this? Yeah. Who did this? It's, it's you, Nick. It's fucking you, man. You call the They plays. still snuck out a win. I think this just, like, shows you how, like, good the Eagles are all around. Like, the team in general is still really good. They did have, you know, the pick six on that weird play. But, yeah, that was a weird game. That was kind of, like, a game I was hoping to watch Jalen Hurts go off on as I have invested heavily in him this year in a redraft. And Bill Belichick, man, that guy just fucking drags you to the mud with him every time. No matter who goes in there, Bill Belichick's like, you're coming down here with me. It's never easy against them. It's never easy. Like, you're not going in there and peeling out an easy one. We're starting to air out some grievances. I'm I'm starting to feel that energy come out of us. It feels time. uh, Is it it time? Are we done overreacting to week one? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's time to get the keys. It's time to get the keys. for the first time this season, it's time to send some people to fantasy jail. You're stealing, right to jail. You're playing music too loud, right to jail, right away. You're driving too fast, <laughs> jail. Slow, jail. All righty. It would not be fantasy jail without talking about fantasies most wanted. His name would be Arthur Smith. Arthur, last season we threw you in jail a lot. We blamed you for Kyle Pitts. We blamed you for Drake London. We hailed you for Tyler Algier. But at the end of the day, we dissected a lot. And we blamed that on Marcus Mariota. We said that was Marcus Mariota's fault that Kyle Pitts didn't deliver, that Drake London didn't deliver until the end of the season. However, fast forward to today's outcome. And I have Drake London in three fantasy lineups. You know what it says next to Drake London's name? Big old donut. Big old donut. donut. Big old donut. Drake London had one target. He had less catches than Desmond Ritter. Desmond Ritter had more catches today. The quarterback had more catches today. He ran 20 routes. 20 routes. Tyreek Hill probably ran 50 in in one game. I'd have to look up the numbers, but Drake London ran 20 routes 18 pass attempts today for the Falcons. London and Pitts combined for four total targets. They won the game by two scores. Nothing's changing, folks. They they won the game. No, nothing is going to change. When asked about Drake London's usage today, here's what Arthur Smith had to say. Just as fuck. So. Let the fantasy guys worry about that. We've got to clean up some. We got to clean some things up. We don't care. Drake London doesn't care. All we care about is one and zero. Oh. We've got an issue with that, Arthur Smith. And so not only do I have an issue with the usage of his pass catchers, like Drake London having one target and no catches, that's a problem. Kyle Pitts, only three targets, sure, two catches, 44 yards. He looks amazing. Kyle what Pitts are we doing? Incredible on that catch. <laughs> no disrespect to our guy, Tyler Algier. You should not be out-touching B. John Robinson. No excuses. 15 carries to 10. Had more targets and receptions. That's unacceptable. Not receptions, more targets. So, like, unacceptable. Tyler Algier is good. Average five yards a carry today. We knew this was going to happen. Absolutely. We knew this was going to happen. I, know. I might be the only I person. Know, but it's like, 
here that is as much as a yes, I agree. Arthur Smith deserves fantasy jail, but I'm staring at a 25 spot from Tyler Algier in a starting lineup today, and I'm like, well, yeah, I might be, I might be alone on it this island, so but I'm pretty happy about it. Would make an explosive run. We're inside the 10. I'm like, yes, 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 yes. It's time. Here he comes jogging on the field. I'm like, get off the fucking field, Algier. It's Bijan time, dude. You're stealing his shine. So more so for the pass catchers, but man, I was riled up every time we get into the red zone and number seven is hanging out on the sideline next to coach. Fuck that. There, There is nothing wrong with him being a good coach. There's nothing wrong with him running this offense. He just drafts all the coolest fucking players. And then doesn't use them. They're the fastest. They're the biggest. They're the most aesthetic. They're the coolest fucking guys that you want in fantasy. You're talking about highlight reels of B. John Robinson. You're talking about Shadow Realm route running from Drake London. You're talking about Kyle Pitts, who is the most gifted and athletic tight end prospect we've had in a generation. And this motherfucker, Arthur Smith, just uses them as decoys so he could just run the Tyler Algier offense and he <laughs> wins. And he wins. And it's good coaching. He can't keep getting away with this. He cannot keep getting away. He can't keep getting away with Stop drafting these guys. Just go with the Mac Hollins <laughs> offense and let Kyle Pitts be coached by Sean McVay. Go, please. Go, like Puka Nakua had 22 fantasy points today. Imagine what Kyle fucking Pitts would do with Sean McVay. Oh, my God. We're so back, dude. That felt good, I bet, Sean. What's funny is we're I'm the exact- looking at zeros. I'm looking at, at zeros. I've got Tyreek fucking Hill going for 44, and I'm 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 biting my nails because I've got Drake fucking London as the other receiver. <laughs> dude, what what's funny is we're in the egg. exact same spot we were last year when we kicked off this fantasy jail segment for the first time. I think Arthur Smith was the first person that we put in fantasy jail for these exact reasons. He he buys Ferraris and he just Anyone. parks them in a garage. He's going to be he's just taking the Jeep Cherokee like, out for a they, stroll again to go get groceries. He's got a Lambo and a Ferrari sitting in his garage collecting dust. Nah. And you know who else is going to jail? Anyone that calls Jameer Gibbs a Ferrari and say, you don't use a Ferrari that much. Shut the <laughs> fuck up. Okay. No, you're going to jail for that dumb sentence. If you pay a million bucks for a Ferrari, the 12th round draft capital, I expect you to goddamn drive it. And if you don't win that game because you were teaching rookie how to assimilate in the offense, then it's your fucking fault. You're foreclosing on that Ferrari. I am sorry. You, your Ferrari analogies, we're done. Jail. Sending you to jail. Man. Gosh, darn it. I'm sorry. Who? Who? You know who else was sending you to jail? We had Jamar Chase shitting on Brownie the Elf, calling him the Elves, all right? They, they were oh, saying, yeah. Oh, we're not losing to the Elves. They roll up into into week one, pouring rain, Cleveland, and you got all of, some of my least favorite fans in the world are in Cleveland, Ohio. Go Dubs. We got these people in the dog pound going crazy, pounding their chests, and Deshaun Watson's doing guitar celebrations and, and throwing the worst interceptions I've ever seen, and you get blown out. Joe Burrow goes for three fantasy points. I might have multiple fantasy teams with Drake London and Joe Burrow. <laughs> not tilting, not tilting. What was that? You, you you get paid $275 million, and you leak that news on Thursday Night Football to make it all about you, and then that's the performance you put out. A division game. Come on. Did, jail. Did you hear jail. Jamar Chase's post-game quote? He doubled back down on it, bro. He said, let me read this quote for quote. <laughs> it's frustrating because I called – 
I called their ass elves, and we just lost to some elves. <laughs> he doubled back down. He even even said, I, yeah, I said it. They're still Jamar's fucking elves. Jamar's good to go. Yeah. Jamar's good to go. Jamar's not in jail. Jamar's not in jail. As always, all roads, all roads lead back to Zach Taylor. And don't think we're, don't think we're not looking at UT Higgins. Because oh, I yeah. see you had eight targets. And Mr. Goose Egg, T. Higgins, rolling out. A, how many goose eggs is Keegan going to allow T. Higgins to put up? Because that's like five of them over uh, the past three Multiple catchable years. balls, too. Like, I saw at least okay. a drop or two. Like, so, it was. So, oh, going God. back to oh. our previous segment, overreactions, I actually wrote down, I'm like, T. Higgins, we'll forget about this by week two. Eight targets. He got super unlucky. We fucking no, better. We'll forget about we it. Don't worry. Better. He had 149 air yards today, fifth most in the NFL. He got unlucky. Bad day. T. Higgins will be back next week. You're all good. It's cool. T. Higgins, you will be a future Jet. It's all right. When they don't give you that contract, we'll come calling. He's in the visiting room. He's in the visiting room checking out Arthur Smith's cell, and we're looking at him and saying, hey, buddy, one more of those, and you're behind fucking bars <laughs> yeah, next week. No, he just got in the drunk tank I might put after on... today. He's not in real yeah. deal. He's just in a drunk I... tank. I might put cuffs on him just so he knows how it feels. I'm saying, ah, just kidding. I'm taking him off. But hey, buddy, one more Remember, of those. You're fucked. Last boys. year, we did not send T. Higgins. He was an accomplice to what Zach Taylor did. Zach Taylor has a life sentence in fantasy jail for saying, oh, T's going to play. Actually, we, we didn't really want to. Gotcha. I'm not living it. I'm not While we're here still we just had an out of body in fantasy jail, had an out of body we've got a lot of room in there. And I would just like to... Get this right out, right out of the board. Like, let's get it off the way and just like throw the entire tight end position in fantasy jail. I'm so fucking sick and All tired of, of this position. So bad. Hayden Hurst, number two tight end on the day with 15 points. Hunter Henry or Shout Hunter out. Henry is the tight end one on the year with 16 points or on the day. Sorry, Donald Parham's in the top. T.J. Hawkinson is the only notable tight end to like crack the top five. Today. Unbelievable. I mean, Darren Waller shitty day. Kyle Pitts shitty day. Obviously, Mark Andrews doesn't play. Kelsey doesn't play. Like, yeah. What Speaking of goose eggs, a recurring theme here. Dallas Goddard, wake the fuck up, buddy! You got a football <laughs> yeah, game. Where were you out there? One target. What are we the doing? Tight end what are we doing, man? What are we doing, jail, dude? That's it's fucked up. No it's no, but Bill up. Belichick puts tight ends in the torture chamber. Everyone knows this. I don't care. Up. You're Dallas Goddard, and I needed points from you. You're lucky the posse stood the fuck up. <laughs> All remember, 10 toes tonight, or else, remember, oh boy. Remember, we do not slander the players. <laughs> it's the usage. We don't want uh, Dallas getting back to us I'm and good. being fired I'm good. up. Dallas is my guy. Um, I'm good. I'm good. I'm calm. I'm zen. Um, I We have to talk about Tony. In Sky Moore on Thursday because that was generational. That was, that was a two a man job. That was a that was <laughs> two man heist they put I've, on. I've, I've got something here, guys, that is absurd. So Kadarius Tony was at a minus two point one nine expected points <laughs> added per target. Put it another way, throw the ball at Kadarius Tony three times. The other team scores a touchdown. <laughs> That was his EPA. That was from Ben Solak. Um, somebody else quoted it and said, throwing to Kadarius Tony on Thursday night was worse than taking a sack every time. That's yeah. that's yeah. how bad he it was. He gave them a touchdown. He he gave and, them a touchdown, to your point. Three targets, and he quite literally handed Brian Branch a touchdown on a golden platter. It was unbelievable. We're not letting Sky Moore off the hook either. No. Because oh, no. If you want to get your cardio in, Sky, I appreciate it. Heart health is very important, but not when we are playing you in fantasy lineups, brother. 
wow, he looked bad. With he, Kelsey out, the, too. Like, there was no, there was literally, like, no such like, path, spot. like, where I saw both of these happening. It's like, Kelsey's out. One of these guys are going to step up. Wrong. Take nope. everyone else with them, too. The entire room. Honestly, Rasheed Rice, hey, how you doing? Not bad. Kind of a nice little debut there. That was cool. Yeah, it was. We will be talking about it. You're telling waivers. me we can't get Justin Ross involved at that point of the game too when Sky Moore and Darius Tony like Crazy. aren't like you you held yeah. this guy and you made him an active roster member. Like you made him one of the fifty three and like Sky Moore and Tony are out there fucking shit up. Like let's just roll Rasheed Rice out there, get Justin Ross Justin Ross had one target, one catch. Like just try something else at that point. Dude, ten or eleven different players on the Chiefs caught a football for them in that game. And I think that is going to be, we, we've talked about this, but it's going to be no man's land for fantasy production at the wide receiver room. Like just get Kelsey in that it room was back disaster, and dude. move on. That team is going to be a disaster this year yeah. to project. Take Mahomes out um, of the picture, like close your eyes. I thought I was watching the 2022 Bears, dude. Like <laughs> the skill position players, what a fucking disgrace. Like it was <laughs> ugly, dude. What an absolute <laughs> disgrace disgrace oh my goodness um do you, did you see the all 22 of like sky Moore and Kadarius tony running into each other yeah dude routes? they were just like, so out such of sync. communication like, yeah it was bad dude and and they were pumping up sky like brett veach said he was gonna play well andy reed said he was gonna play well um he he ran like almost he was on the field for the most percentage of snaps and only had like a 60 percent route participation like, the dude was just running, like, motion. Like, the guy was literally just getting his steps in. Most cardio If I'm I've looking seen at this from, from Fantasy Points data correctly, I mean, he ran 29 routes. 29 routes. Uh, on on how many dropbacks? I don't have the dropbacks in front of me. I just and, have his route numbers in front of me. And he and Patrick Mahomes made one of the silliest throws of the weekend off his back foot, 4th and 25. There. Look, hands. it would have been a kind of tricky catch. That, is, but like, that was a hard a play, catch. Yes, dude. that's a hard catch. It was but through his hands. It, he he timed it. He just couldn't catch it. I'm sorry. And I think that, again, I was going to say here, no no receiver can be good wearing the number 24. I just don't think it's possible. But no. then Rashid, Rashid Shahid changed his number to 22. I did not know about this, by the way. I had no idea who that was. I was like, who is this man? Someone help me. He looked great in 22. So maybe you can rock the number 20 uh, in that range and still be good as a wide receiver. But I mean, max level. No, this is a super max for these guys. These guys, this is crime of the week. This is, yeah, this is CO. This is truly unbelievable. I saw uh, Stephen Ruiz had a tweet that said they're, they're, they got Pat thrown to guys with porno <laughs> names, and that, that Sky, killed me. Sky Moore. Sky Moore. Scandarius. With two wise. Noah Gray. With two. With two. Sky. It's, 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 it's all right, brutal. All right, that, all right. So that, that's it for, for, for fantasy jail. I, I, um, I had an out-of-body experience there for a second. Talking, I, I can't believe we got to go Arthur Smith and the Bengals, which is – um, if you've been following this podcast, is like kind of tilt heaven for me there. But uh, that that's it. I honestly it was a great week. I had a ton of Tyreek Hill. That was really cool. Um, David Bakhtiari said that when he was celebrating a touchdown against the Bears today, he had a yeet gasm. <laughs> a yeet gasm. Uh, I was yeet gasming pretty hard on that second Tyreek Tutty and uh, Tony Pollard, baby. That was that was fantastic. But that's fantasy jail. That's overreactions. Lock him up. We had some takes last week in this uh, offseason, and I think it's time we air those out. You guys down? Milk was, Milk a, bad was a bad choice. choice. Let's get into it. Milk was a bad choice. Milk was a bad choice. All right. 
Um, I had a, I had a pretty good week in terms of my start and sits that I was looking at. I said start Anthony Richardson. That felt pretty good. Um, I did say to start Chris Godwin, and it was a pretty underwhelming performance. What was kind of funny is we were poking fun at the uh, Baker Mayfield Mike Evans relationship over camp. Funny enough, Mike Evans catches a deep touchdown. It kind of hits home as a, as a decent play this week. So I, I missed on that. I'm going to own up to that. I also thought Tyler Higby was an absolute smash play. Tyler Higby wasn't the smash play. It was Puka Nakua. So that, that kind of seemed like the easiest chalk Tyler Higby start. It wasn't, which is kind of funny. And then I said to bench Deshaun Watson, and he scored a little bit less than, than Anthony Richardson. So I'm going to hold on to that crumb <laughs> that I was correct there. But uh, – what was funny is Deshaun Watson looked a lot more like what I thought Anthony Richardson was going to look like. Just kind of boneheaded throws, kind of really inaccurate, but then just kind of dynamic as a rusher. Deshaun looked great as a rusher. Like, I, that's something we got to call out. What do you have? Like, he had a rushing touchdown and he had a decent amount of rushing yards today. So. That fade on, on Watson is, is looking a little rough, a little rough here, but because the, just the, the rushing alone. However, he did not look great as a passer. So that's it on my end. I'm not going to air out any of my bold predictions yet. Um, I'm going to leave those. I'm going to let them bake. We'll come back to Milk was a bad choice a little bit later on uh, some of the uh, Justin Fields flag planting um, that I did <clears throat> earlier in the uh, offseason. We're going to let that one marinate for a bit. Yeah. Um, so going through the sits, um, Russ, I stand by, was still a good sit call. I mean, he finished with, 15.2 points as of right now he's at quarterback 13 so not a qb1 on the league i mean he was outscored by sam howell this week uh, or they tied in points baker outscored russ so i'll take that one i feel like that's right um arizona pass catchers um yeah definitely avoided those Najee harris sit him he was not impressive at all that was a terrible matchup no, he wasn't. um i kind of felt good about that one dalton schultz as a sit also another decent call there um we both, or I think all three of us, suggested starting Tyler Higby. Um, and yeah, it was the Puka Nakua show. I, I really thought that Tyler Higby would be the biggest benefactor from the missing Cooper Cup targets, but he was not. Um, I also threw in Kyle Pitts there on the episode. Um, but uh, I said he, he looked did great look good on, but... his, on his two targets. He was the best player in that pass game. We <laughs> so it just uh, that pass game was. I think the nothing. biggest one though for me was uh, yeah Jamal Williams not a good call. That Titans rush defense is exactly as they are projected and advertised. They were very good and Jamal Williams played like ninety percent of the team snaps from the RB position. He also was targeted on the only two targets to running backs and he just still did not have a good fantasy day. Uh, I'm just gonna avoid good rush defenses again from against underwhelming running backs. You kind of need some star power to get over that in the NFL. Um, and then Aiden, I'll let you riff on this, but I think we had the same star at the quarterback position. Yeah. Gino. Um, yep. Hand up. That's on me. Wow. Wow. Hand up boys. That's on me. Uh, that was on everyone, dude. Everyone was like, Gino, Tyler Higby. That was everyone. I'm looking at my start tits and I was like, if you started all the guys that I said to sit, and if you sat all the guys I told you to start, you're probably winning your matchups this week. I can't believe I I failed you guys. I failed you week one. Gino, what seemed to be an awesome matchup, dude was an absolute potato out there. Couldn't get anything going. I had Deshaun on my sit. What it's I think he, I think he's QB five or six on the week. So quarterback, complete swing and miss. Running back, let's keep missing it. <laughs> I tried to hit a BOGO. 
Trident the Bogo. With Madison. Oh. On, on, on Gibson and B-Rob to start with. Antonio Gibson is not who we thought he was. And I'm just going to get ahead. He is the not fumble. who he thought. He had three carries for nine yards, a crucial goal line fumble at what I think was a tie game um, at that time. Huge. They one, killed him. One target for 10. B-Rob had 19 carries. 19 to three carries. It pains me to say Antonio Gibson is not who I thought he was. B-Rob was a fine start. I think he finished with like, like 15 points. So that's he a, good. He caught a pretty tasty Sam Howell touch. That was cool. But I was like, that that's what I envisioned Antonio Gibson would be doing in this offense. So that was a huge concern. Bummer. Alexander Madison actually showed up. Um, the touchdown helped him a lot. I really don't think he looked all that good, um, to he be did. honest. So I am going to stand by this. Um, I just don't think he's very good. The touchdown helped. I think he finished with 12 he or 13 points. runs, looks just exactly. like Dalvin Cook, but worse. Like, he's exactly what we thought he was. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, exactly. He was exactly as advertised. He got like 70% of the snaps. Yeah. He was literally exactly who we thought he'd be. Just and he scored a touchdown. And, yeah, just not very and honestly, he's going to be probably one of the easier RB2s to play for the time for sure. being. Uh, yeah, you just I would go pick up Ty Chandler, though. <laughs> I, I've... Uh, I'm a little nervous there. Moving on. This was my biggest miss. This was my biggest miss. Uh, Michael Pittman. Wow. Way to make me way to make me eat my words, pal. Way to make me eat my words. I was like, let's let's wait and see. Let's wait and see what's gonna happen. Uh uh-uh, uh, dude. Hundred yards on what I think it was eight catches, Tuddy. That screen pass, fucking awesome. He was so fast, dude, just flying down the sideline. That was crazy. No, make a tackle. What so do, cool. do Jacksonville unserious? They're gonna so be a cool. good team, unserious defense. It's gonna no be like winning it's gonna be overs, 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 overs every week. Dotson was Dotson was fine. He scored like ten points. Good. I don't know. That was just such a weird game. Um he kind Tried of had a couple you. catches early and then like I don't know. It was just a weird game, dude. So I'll stand by that one. Both my tight ends sucked, but the whole position sucked. So um, it doesn't really matter if you started Higby or Komet because now you're juggling three or three and a half <laughs> points probably. So um, if, if, if I lost your matchup, I'm sorry. But. I've uh, I've got one. I've got one that I kind of didn't talk about it over reactions. Um, Rashad White might just suck ass. Like, he <laughs> might not be good. <laughs> It's just, yeah. He might be really bad. Um, now this is, we'll see, we'll see. It's not like Sean he, Tucker, the any running backs look good. He got like seventy percent of the touches. He was. He, he doesn't make he, anyone miss. Is his issue? No. It's like the first guy there. You're going. There's down. just like, like something just like, oh, missing from his goes. running back profile, and I can't exactly put my finger on it. But like when I watch him, I just don't feel anything. Like it doesn't evoke emotion and no. be like. If you watch Tony Pollard get a touch, like it makes you feel something, you know, like, or if you watch like Brees take a run to the house, like your hair standing on edge, like when Rashad White catches the ball, I'm like, okay, sure. (laughs) Why not? Yeah, it's, it's like, I'll check back in on you later. Even the switch to number one. You got me 10 points. Like, I'll I'll just check back in later. He, he recorded a negative minus 38 rush yards over expectation which would have been tied for fourth worst rush yards over expectation yep. um, of good, the uh, 2022 good, season. It's not like uh, Sean Tucker looked good either. Maybe this offensive line is just cursed. I Maybe it took over on his reception totals. I thought he would get peppered a little bit more. Um, he was open on a lot of checkdowns. Baker won today. He 
was Baker Mayfield, though. It was, it was always a good reminder to see Baker dude, in action. I will say this. I, I know he he missed some stuff, but, like, dude, Baker plays with so much goddamn heart, and he might keep Mike Evans' streak alive. Like, by God, Baker Mayfield's going to make it happen. Dude, when he's running for those first Mike downs, and he's, like, yards. running into defenders, I'm like, yeah. He's got so he much heart. The read, he, he had the read so option heart, where he, he, yeah, had the, he, had, where he had the RPO where yep, he kept he had it. the keeper. Yeah, Mike Evans had like 66 yards. That paces for like 1,100 yards over the full season. So we'll take it here in the Mike Evans Ten club. targets. Staying on targets. the Bucks. Staying on the Bucks. If they beat the Bears next week, I'm going full raw blow, and I'm I'm fan of the NFL. Like, I can't. <laughs> I there, there, there was no prediction in my simulation where we started 0-2. Like, I'm going full raw blow NFL hot if that <laughs> happens. I can't do it. Because the Chiefs are week three. So, it's like, I, I had already penciled that one down. Then we're staring down, like, 0-4, 0 And I'm, like, Caleb Bears at it on Twitter trying to find one. So, uh Dark, dark, wow. dark, dark. We're not going there with him yet. Uh, even though the Bucks, I was getting texts from people that people were like, "The Bucks kind of good on defense," and I'm like, "Yeah, literally all the same guys said are still that. there that won the Super Bowl." It's and our matchup highlight were like that is a good defense. If they get injured though, that defense is going to stink again. It's super For top sure. heavy because they pay all those guys. But I, that's it. That that's week one in the books. Um, that felt good. That felt, that felt really good. good. I felt real good. I look good. I feel. I look real good. I feel I really, really energized. Good. Everybody, <laughs> come and see. Look, everybody, come see how good I look. Uh, that felt. I feel great. Um, I. I sat. I remember there was a point um, in the morning games where I like got up and I was like, "Oh, I haven't sat. I haven't. I haven't stood up in like three hours. My legs were feeling a little, <laughs> a little, uh, a little uh, tired." But I was like, "Wow, I was in a flow state for like seven hours today. That was that was spectacular stuff." But all right, fellas, that's that's it. Um, we're going to be having a waiver wire episode drop later in the week, and then we're coming coming in hot Thursday. We're going to be trying some different stuff. We might be doing a position by position breakdown. We might just analyze the slate like we did, kind of figuring it out as the season goes along. But we will update all of you on our content schedule on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, wherever you get RTM. Keegan, before we jump, anything you have to say to the listeners? Tomorrow night. Prime time, division rival, Aaron Rodgers begins the journey to the Super Bowl. Everybody's tuning in. And if Whoa. and if the Jets don't play well, don't say anything bad to me. Okay. <laughs> let's let's keep it nice I, tomorrow. I, I will actually be nice to you. I was thinking earlier how bad I wanted to rub it in your face, but I've I I've recovered. I've recovered and I and I will be nice because as an Aaron Rodgers victim. You were getting it's real angry. Aiden today. said. Aiden, Aiden said the last time. Texted. The last time you watched the Jets in a playoff game, you had your driver's <laughs> permit, and I went and had to double check. I'm like, wait a minute. Last time the Bears won a playoff game, you were in eighth grade. I know. So I know. I was like, I I hope he doesn't use the Google because this applies to me too. Because this one applies to me too. Oh my God! Uh, Down my throat. Let's all just play nice oh. tomorrow, and uh, I'm just happy we're I'll back. Be nice. I'll be I'm nice. happy we're back. We're so fucking, we're so fucking back. Jets win. James Cook has a big game, and I need one catch for ten yards from Gabe Davis. All right, I'll take it. Seems easy one now. catch for ten yards. He can have Gabe that much, Davis, but nothing baby. else. All that out. All that out. All right, everybody. Until uh, next time.